0: Welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you grow and transform not just your business, but your life. And today, we're going to be talking about understanding your emotions. Emotions are such a weird thing. We all have them, but it's really hard to pin it. Of course, we understand when we're feeling hungry or tired or sleepy But what about when we're feeling hurt or depressed or anxious and we're trying to really understand what that's all about? If you've ever been wondering how can I get to the root of what I'm feeling, listen to today's episode. We're going to be talking about how you can understand your emotions so you can make the better decisions, not just in your business, but in your life. This is a must listen to episode, all right? And we will get to it after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. I'm so glad that you are choosing to spend your time with me. If this is your very first time listening, I am wrapping my arms around you and giving you a big old electronic hug. I promise I don't have cooties. (laughs) Make sure you hit the follow, subscribe, whatever button that is, because I know I got people on Amazon and Apple and Spotify and ListenCast and all those other fun places. So as soon as I drop an episode, I want you to be able to hear what I've got to say so make sure that you stay connected with me and those of you guys who are connected and enjoying the ride thank you so much big fave to ask you make sure you share this podcast with someone else that you know would also enjoy listening to this podcast make sure you write a review and if you would love to drop me a voicemail message. That'd be so awesome. Check out the show notes in this podcast episode. There is a link to voicemail message. That way you can send me a message. Please make sure you include your name, your hometown, and what you've been enjoying this, from this podcast so that other people can understand what you've been enjoying and you can get more of what you are coming for. Okay, everything we're going to be talking about can be found in more detail in Amazing Attitude. Amazing Attitude is a 21 day program where I do a deep dive into all parts of your life, your business, your personal life, all this fun stuff. And I send you personalized messages as well as some journaling prompts to help you understand who you are, what you want, what you need, so that at the end of 21 days, you too will have an amazing attitude. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes below, so if that is something of interest to you, that you can be able to access this. Now, without any further delay, let's talk about this whole idea of emotions. Emotions are very interesting to me because we all have them. You know, you wake up, on the wrong side of the bed, and you're feeling aches and pains, or... You've been working really hard and then all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, I'm feeling hungry. Well, those are the easy things. What if we have a season where we are just in a funk that has just been going on for weeks or months, perhaps even years? I know some of us are still suffering from the ramifications of being affected directly or indirectly from the coronavirus. And I'm not going to sit here and say that just because It's been a few years I'm recording this episode making a date stamp of October of 2022 that it's all gone and no one's ever going to be impacted from that. Those were some real events that happened to us. The way some of us have changed the way we work, the way we had a relationship. During all this turbulent time, it was so hard for us to process our emotions. And we live in this day and age where we are... Linking to medicate away, medicated with either food or drink or entertainment or shopping or all these other things. And because we're so used to trying to push and erase or deny away our feelings, it's really hard to understand what we're feeling, why we're feeling and more importantly, what to do about this. Now, if you're a person who is just looking for a quick fix, this podcast episode is not for you. Because this podcast episode is going to be really digging deep into certain things that may have been disturbing to you and I am not going to sit here and deny the fact that it may make you feel uncomfortable, and I just have to say, don't shoot the messenger, okay, because if I'm making you uncomfortable, if I'm making you feel a little irritated, it's because your ego, and I talk a lot about this in Amazing Attitude, your ego is desperately trying to keep things under wraps, under lock and key, so that you don't have to make a change, Change is the thing that creates new energy. Change is the thing that propels us to the uncomfortable, the unfamiliar. And for a lot of us, if we have been accustomed to pain, sometimes the idea of good things are frightening. And this is a good thing we're going to be talking about. So I want to appeal to your higher self. The self of the self of you that wants bigger and better things to tune into what I have to say and not to be scared and not to be intimidated and not to feel judged or ridiculed or shamed or any of those things that you may be feeling as you listen to this or trying to blame anyone. Because the more we get into self pity, recrimination. Condemnation, all those stuff that we're going to be coming talking about in this short time that we have, we're going away from the version that we know we can become. So I don't want that for you, okay? I want you to honestly ask yourself, what does my higher self want of me in this moment? And I want you to lean into it. Because it's so easy to fall into denial or excuses or or blaming and all of that stuff. But I don't want you to do that. One little last thing that I just have to say before I go into the list of emotions, because I think it's really important. I've had a lot of clients over the years who've come to me and they have suffered from migraines or insomnia. And this podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, or... form any type of therapy reaction or whatever but it's just to say that I've seen all of these clients who have insomnia and and sleep disorders and headaches and all and migraines and all of this links to unresolved feelings so if you find yourself most of the of the weeks tossing and turning and going through stuff it's probably because of what I'm going to share to you because your brain desperately at night wants to reconcile. It desperately wants to decode. That's why it's so important that we have rapid eye movement, REM sleep. There's two types of REM sleep. There's the first stage and the second phase. I'm not going into it for the brevity of this podcast, but I'll just say that if you are finding yourself having insomnia or headaches, it's probably because Aside from any genetic issues, all right. aside from any other medical neurological issues, it's because you haven't dealt with the mental health issues that we're going to be talking about. So I'm hoping that someone who's listening, who has that type of issue, and they're done with the excuses and telling themselves, well, I can deal with it. I've met people in their 60s, 70s, and they're still dealing with that. That's no way to live. So I just want to just implore that of you. All right. With that all being said, let's talk about some emotions, some common emotions that I've heard about. And um, if you identify, write them down, because I'm going to briefly talk about a remedy for each one of them, okay? The first one is depression. Now, there are many, many, many different types of depression. There's clinical depression, okay? And I'm not going to go into all the nuances, but when I think of depression, and this is just my general overview, is that for a prolonged weeks, months, you're feeling lethargic, meaning you have low energy, you have low hope, you have little desire to aspire to do different things. You're just going through the motions. You're not feeling optimistic. You know, Us as human beings, we need three things to function in this world to live optimally. We need something to do, something to look forward to, or someone to love. And if any of those things, three things that I mentioned are off, you're going to feel depressed. And for some of us, we have been in depression, low-lying depression for years. You know, I'm going to be honest with you and just say that, you know, as a recovering alcoholic myself, I relied on two to three glasses of wine almost daily for many many years from i believe when i was 17 until i stopped drinking at 33 and i was depressed you know even though i had boyfriends and even though i worked and everything i went through i went through the motion of just trying to do what everything was expected of me paid my bills bit to the best of my billing was responsible adult try not to get into trouble and whatever, but I just didn't have someone that loved me and I didn't have something to hope for. I just was just trying to get through each day, each day. And as I'm sitting here and reflecting about this, I realized that the reason why I didn't feel as if I could be, I couldn't love others was because I didn't love myself. So I want you to sit and think to yourself, is there something or someone that is not providing you what you need? Are you in an unsatisfying job? Are you in an unsatisfying relationship? Are you in the circumstances where you feel as if there's no way out? Usually what's going on with that is you either have a distortion of what they're supposed to give you. Or you are not being clear about your needs and not seeking the next step, whatever that is. This whole business of just trying to be in subsistence is no way to live. And I talk a lot about an amazing ad about how to work your way out of that. But suffice to say, if you are feeling depressed, there is some call that either something that you need to love, something to do, something to hope for something is off that needs to be filled. There's a God-shaped hole that needs to be filled and that needs to be addressed. That is the reason why you feel as if you are just going through the motions and you feel as if you're in a black pit. Okay. And as I say this, I'm thinking about one particular client that I had who grew up in a very privileged household. She her mother was a doctor and her father was a lawyer and finances were never an issue. But here's the problem. This particular client always felt that she, unless she did all the things to achieve people-pleasing affirmation because her the love that was always given to her was conditional. I will love you. I will give you affection. I will praise you only if you do this. And as a result, this particular client had long term depression because she never understood that she had a right to be loved just for who she was not for what she did not for all the achievements that she was doing not for all the money that she was bringing in and into her business she had to understand who she was apart from the definitions from her very opportunistic career ambitioned parents and it really impacted her in terms of the career that she she selected, the mate that she selected. And all the things that she did was always revolved around, I hope now someone will love and appreciate me. And I want to let you know that that is who you are. It's time to rewrite your script. It's When I say script... We all are given a set of instructions based on the observations that we've got from our parents, from our society, what we've read, the information that we consume. And we come to a conclusion, basically, who we are. But if who we are is based on conditions, if who we are is based on the whims of the emotions of the moment, that is literally trying to build a house Of your life on quicksand. That's nowhere to live. No way to live. So I want to identify that just off the cuff for some of you guys. Because I've had some messages from you guys that have been suffering through depression for many, many years. And usually there's some type of message that you've received from your parent, family of origin, that said that you can only be loved if fill in the blank. Okay. Now, let's kind of... Transition to other topics because I want to make sure that I give some enough space for everything else. Here's another big heavy hitter. Anxiety. Now, oh my goodness. I honestly could sit here and talk for like a podcast within itself about anxiety and maybe I will. <laughs> so stay tuned. I don't know. Send me a message. Check out the show notes below. Um, Info.deniselee.com slash connect. And then you can send me a message if you want me to send a longer, or deeper message about anxiety. Because that's just something that's very special to my heart. But anyway, this whole anxiety is very multifaceted, very layered, very nuanced. But the core essential about anxiety is that you have the inability, for whatever reason, to communicate or to obtain your needs. Okay? I just distilled books and books and books into that particular definition. Your inability, right, or your deficit of communicating your needs. I can't, I don't know how to communicate. I don't know how to express it. And therefore, because I feel in a constant state of worry, a constant state of feeling insecure or unsteady, anxiety. You know what the anxiety does when your heart, Races when you feel as if you don 't know when the ball's going to drop when you 're in this moment of complete confusion and chaos, and to the whole world, you may seem as if you 've got it all together you 're perfectionist you're dotting your eyes and crossing your teeth you 're the first one who shows up an hour early before the meeting you 're the one who has subnotes to the notes you 're the one who comes up with all the Con- contingency after contingency plans. You're the person who has backup funds after backup funds. And you would think with all that careful planning and due diligence and efforts that you would feel calm, right? Right? <laughs> with all that effort, with all that being very intense and un- trying to understand people how they feel, that you would feel so in tuned with the situation that you wouldn't feel anxiety. But in fact, it makes anxiety even worse because we can't mind read because we don't really know everything because we don't have that crystal ball can look into the future and see what's going to happen or look to understand what was to be we don't know so for a lot of, of us the anxiety is linked to the lack of control the lack of aware total awareness not being able to let people be people here's the thing I remember when I was 16 and one of my dad's then girlfriend's daughter gave me the serenity prayer. And I don't know why she gave it to me at the time. I think it was telling her about some things I was frustrated with. And I remember holding on to that keychain. I still have the keychain, by the way. And I read it and I didn't understand what it is. You know, God grant me the serenity To accept the things I can, the wisdom to know, difference, and the courage to make action. Of course, I'm kind of garbling that. But the whole point I'm trying to say through this is that for the longest time, I could not accept either where I began and where another person ended. And understanding where trying to control and lord over people was honestly leading to my own misery and the anxiety of trying to forecast things that may or may not happen, to not let things play out, to not understand what risk really meant. I think for a lot of people, especially within the entrepreneurial space, they say, I want to be an entrepreneur. And then I say, okay, so what are you doing to invest in yourself or your business? No, 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 no. I can't invest in myself and my business because I'm waiting for me to get paid. And then once I get paid, then I'll be able to invest. I don't want to risk anything. But here's the thing. Entrepreneurship by nature is risk. The, The essence of entrepreneurship is risk. And if you're saying, I want to be a riskless entrepreneurial, you're saying, I'm just a hobbyist. Because what a hobbyist does is once they feel like they've got enough out of what they wanted to put into their efforts, they just stop. And I want you to be very clear. I want you to be very concrete about, is your anxiety linked to really not being able to understand what's going on, or your lack of control. And I'm not going to lie. I, major, major control freak, you know. And the reason why I wanted control was because everything else was so out of control in my life that if I had some type of power and some type of influence and some type of effort to have things go my way, that I could feel happy. And guess what? Never Never went my way. And I think that was God trying to teach me. Denise, you can't be God. That's my job, boo. That's my job. And I want that to be of you. I want you to be able to understand if you are struggling with anxiety, basically you are holding on to weight that never belonged to you then or now. Okay. Now let's transition and talk about another thing. Let's talk about jealousy and And envy. There are two different things. Most people think of jealousy and envy are the same, but they're not. Jealousy is saying, I'm afraid of losing what I have to somebody else. And envy is, I want to take everything from you and assume your identity and take over your world. But basically, it's all the same root issue of, I don't feel secure with what I have. Now, I feel a lot of entrepreneurs dealing with the envy issue. They're on Instagram and somebody is saying, you know, they talk about the pain points and saying, well, I was able to achieve what I did while I have five kids and a, and a husband, a, a stay-at-home husband, and you can too swipe out, swipe up to learn more. <laughs> or they're just basically ringing your doorbell and saying all these easy fun ways that they could achieve they're achieving what you have been slaving away for years and you're thinking that son of a or that (laughs) bi you know you know what i'm talking about and that envy my goodness that green-eyed monster can literally make you go insane jealousy not so much but envy because you want to know the secret sauce you want to know exactly what they've been doing that you've been banging your head out and you've been trying to figure out and look look that struggle is real i ain't gonna sit here and lie i'll never forget i was just telling my husband about this early today there was it was when I was more active on LinkedIn. I'm not really active on social media, so forgive me on that. If you're interested in connecting with me, check out my Marco Polo channel. It's where I pop in and give short little video messages. It's, you can find that also on info that Denise She dot she, com slash connect. It's also in the show notes below, so check that out. But anyway, I remember just being on this particular social media website and somebody was saying, wow, Denise, like you can write really good. I want to know the coach that, you know, you work with. And I remember thinking to myself, this person just wants to get the coach and not even understand me. Because here's the thing. No coach can tell you how to think. A coach will give you tools but not rules. It's always up to you to decide how you want to express how you feel with others. But that's beside the point. I f- I felt from those words, the envy. Here's the thing. That envy can hopefully lead you to discovering the things that you want. If look, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you're seeing someone that has traits and characteristics that Is yielding them a result in their business, and their personal life, with their whatever. And you want that? Here's the thing. You need to not hate, but imitate. That's where you need to understand, gee, instead of me feeling bitter and cantankerous and envious, I need to be writing down what these people are doing. And I need to be searching for the resources that can help me obtain what they have. I... Struggled for so many years with not being able to feel feminine for the longest time because it, as I have recovered from my addiction issues, I was very, uh, there's no other way to say this. I dressed like a whore at work, okay, because I did it to attract male attention. And then once I got married and I, you know, started working deeper into just having a, a, a better relationship with my husband, I went to Slutty. Too homely, okay? Just let everything hang out and just not really as attuned with my personal appearance. So now I'm kind of going way back again and understanding, okay. Who am I? What do I want? And instead of feeling jealous and insecure about women who were looking better than me, what can I do so I can achieve a harmony where I feel good about myself, I'm elegant, I'm classy, but I'm not dressing as if I'm about to pull a trick on some strip and downtown area. <laughs> I don't know any, any other way to say it, but it's that. I know some a little crude, but it is what it is. Look, I got a coach. Look. I read content from people who were slaying it in the ways that I wanted to slay in terms of my appearance. There is a remedy. So instead of feeling upset about, oh my goodness, I don't have what they have, do something about it. Make a path to get where you want. And if you're feeling jealous, that's a huge sign that you need to be more clear with yourself And with the other person about what you want so you don't feel as if you're going to lose something. Now, if you have a partner who's constantly intentionally trying to flirt or do certain things and you talk to them with them and they don't respect how you feel, you haven't come to some kind of resolution, then it's time for you to find a new partner. Okay, I don't know. Any other way to say it, but plainly is that because there's no reason why you should settle in a situation where you feel miserable around someone. There's no way that's not right to you and it's not right to them. Okay. So I want you to do what you've got to do in terms of communicating your wants, your needs. Okay. And what changes need to be in order to get to that. Okay. Now let's transition and talk about this business of shame and guilt and the time that we have left, okay? Shame and guilt are not the same thing. I know they get a little intertwined, but that's not, okay? When we are feeling guilt, that is our conscious telling us that we didn't perform to the way that we believe that we know how to be. We want to hit the rewind button, we feel a stir in our consciousness that we could have behaved differently now here's the thing we have to make amends when we're feeling sense of guilt meaning amends to the person that we have harmed or the pers- or even to ourselves now i was feeling a lot of guilt with a particular coworker that i had many many years ago because i was jealous of not getting as much attention from our boss. And I actually wrote a letter of amends to this particular coworker. worker Say, look, I was acting like a fool. I didn't really feel I was appreciated. Appreciated, And I just want to ask for your forgiveness. This wasn't right of me. And I sent my letter of amends. Here's the thing. For a lot of us, we're feeling feelings of guilt. But we just sit on it. Trust and believe. If you send a letter of amends... That can make a world of difference. It doesn't matter whether or not they accept your apology or not. That's something that is beyond your control. But just asking for apology, making amends, can make a world of difference. And sometimes we need to make the amends to ourselves. If we lived in a lifestyle where we abused ourselves, where we mistreated the things that we valued, maybe we need to uh, send a message to ourselves, write a message to ourselves and explain to ourselves that because of... Whatever reason, we didn't have the tools, the ability, or power to treat ourselves better. But now we have the tools and we are going to make an amends to ourselves. So making amends is such a game changer. But my dear, shame is something totally different. Here's the thing. Remember I said in the beginning of our time with one another about the particular client that I, I said that parents were a doctor and a lawyer. And it was always about trying to feel... That they would acknowledge and appreciate my client. And it caused a lot of fraction between the family because the, the, the relationship was only built as the things that they did. People pleasing. Now, shaming is about having someone conform to you, your standards, okay? And... Without any consideration or understanding about how they would receive it. In other words, they're trying to make you feel as if you're nothing unless you go along with their playbook 100%. That's a damaging thing. Okay. When you are around someone who is shaming, they're letting others, it's letting others define who you should be. And you need to be defining yourself for who you are. When you are feeling that sense of shame, that's time for you to get clear about who you are, what you want and what you need and being unapologetic. Because here's the thing, no matter how much you try to explain or clarify, some people just don't give a damn about who you are and what matters to you. And that's when you have the release with love. There's no other way. I want you to live a life that's happy. Okay, let's kind of recap everything that we've talked about right now. We talked about depression. That's definitely a sign that you are lacking something to do, some of the love or something to aspire towards. And that's something where you would try to self-medicate or try to sweep on the rug. I just want you to wake up and see, is there something in your life that's off? Let's make and move towards getting what you need. Anxiety, this is when you're not able or unwilling to express your needs. Get clear, getting clear about what you wanna do next and stop expecting the world to surrender to the way you think the the world is supposed to. I talk a lot about an amazing ad about how to get more clear about your needs so that you're feeling less anxious. We talked about jealousy versus envy. They are not the same thing. (laughs) When we are feeling jealous, we're, we're afraid of losing something that we have, but envy is wanting something that other uh, other person has. By hook or by crook, doesn't really matter. We need to be honestly clear about what we want, why we want it, and talking about that with other people if necessary. If we want something and we desire it, we need to find the ways to get it. And lastly, we talked about this whole issue of shame and guilt. They're not the same. Shame is letting others define who you should be versus guilt is understanding where you've messed up. Here's the thing. If you've messed up making amends to yourself or, or to another person, and if you're feeling shame, that's the time that you have to be really head deep, really defined on who you are and what you want and not making any apologies for it. All right, there's a lot that I just shared. What are you going to be doing to get your needs met? I'd love to hear from you, okay? Write back to me using the link in the comment section below slash connect And make sure if you love this episode to share it with someone else. All right. And let them know what you learned from that. That way they can get really plugged and engaged with this message. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. I'm hoping that you have some really good takeaways and understanding that this is a process. Don't feel as if you have to have everything resolved overnight. All right. Well, that's it. Take care and be awesome.